0: Welcome to the ETAP Podcast, a service of the American Association of State Highway and Transportation Officials. Each month, we'll provide information and insight into environmental issues important to state transportation officials. Thanks so much for joining us on Ashto's ETAP Podcast. My name is Bernie Wagenblast. The Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act, IIJA, also known as the Bipartisan Infrastructure Law, or BILL created the Joint Office of Energy and Transportation to facilitate collaboration between the U.S. Department of Energy and the U.S. Department of Transportation. The Joint Office will align resources and expertise across the two departments toward leveraged outcomes, The office will be a critical component in the implementation of the bill, providing support and expertise to a multitude of programs that seek to deploy a network of electric vehicle chargers, zero-emission fueling infrastructure, and zero-emission transit and school buses. Bill also created what is now being called the National Electric Vehicle Infrastructure Formula Program, or NEVI. In early February, FHWA released the guidance for the NEVI program, and the State Departments of Transportation are rolling up their sleeves and getting to work on developing state EV infrastructure deployment plans that will be submitted to the Joint Office by August 1st, 2022. In the meantime, state DOTs are partnering with their sister state agencies, like state energy offices, and working with the Joint Office to leverage the expertise and technical assistance available through the interagency partnership. Today, we're joined on the ETAP podcast by Dr. Rachel Nealer the Deputy Director of the Joint Office of Energy and Transportation. Dr. Nealer, welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Let's start off talking about the formation of the Joint Office and how that has highlighted the importance of cross-agency partnership and collaboration at the federal level when it comes to electric vehicles. Now, beyond this important partnership, what are some of the key priorities and goals for your office, if you would?
1: Yeah, so the Joint Office, as written into the Bipartisan Infrastructure Law, was really tasked with about nine specific areas of emphasis that range from the current work on EV charging to examining the utilization of -of right-of-ways for critical energy infrastructure. We're making plans to address the broader scope, but right now our immediate focus is on the Bipartisan Infrastructure Law implementation, given the magnitude and importance of the programs to our transportation future. By statute, the National Electric Vehicle Infrastructure, or NEVI program, as executed through the Federal Highways Administration, is one of the first bill programs out of the gate. However, we'll be expanding our focus in the coming months to provide support to the Federal Transit Administration's Low No Emissions Program and the U.S. EPA's Clean School Bus Program, which will be investing over $10 billion in clean mobility technologies that will be accessible to all. Our job is to support the successful execution of these programs by providing unifying guidance, technical assistance, and analysis. But in general, the Joint Office is helping to broker critical collaboration between the Department of Transportation and the Department of Energy and really formalizes a working relationship that we've had for years to provide a one-stop shop for all things electrification deployment. There really is an incredible amount of potential for impact, especially when we're really working together, and this office really embodies the whole-of-government approach.
0: One of the missions of the Joint Office, as I understand it, Rachel, is to serve as a technical resource to the state DOTs as they work on their own state plans. What kinds of technical assistance can the states access through the Joint Office?
1: Yeah, this is really the the bread and butter of the office, Bernie. Bernie. The Joint Office is really to be the front door of the Department of Transportation and the Department of Energy, which can unlock and align a world-class set of resources and programs. For the NEVI program, we can support everything from examining the design of a specific charging station, all the technical details that go into the equipment certification to assessing and mitigating grid impacts, to providing technical assistance on understanding the impacts to disadvantaged communities, and sharing insights on technology trajectories. In addition to serving as a DOT and DOE concierge service, is what we're calling it, uh, we're also working hard to create resources, tools, and information that states and their partners can use on their own. The Alternative Fuel Data Center and its station locator has been a critical resource for many in the public and private sector for decades. We really wanna build and expand on these existing resources very similar to the AFDC. While we have a lot to work from already, we're relying on states and partners like ASHTO to help guide our efforts so that we're developing resources and providing assistance that are answering the critical questions of today, helping us build a network for the future.
0: You just talked about the kinds of technical assistance that the Joint Office can offer the states. How can the states actually go about getting this assistance?
1: Yeah, we're really excited. On February 10th, we launched our website, driveelectric.gov. Right now, we're directing most of our partners to that website, and they can submit inquiries that are addressed by subject matter experts. So there's a big contact us button on that page, and there's also a lot of resources for folks to peruse. We've already provided over 250 responses and found our current approach to be a very efficient as the NEVI program and the Joint Office are just getting stood up. That said, we're intending to provide a more personal touch as the Joint Office increases capacity and should have a point of contact that each state can reach out to in the near future. We're already meeting with states one-on-one through these requests that come in through the website and beginning to establish these critical relationships. One of the great things that's happened recently is we've had states actually reach out to us multiple times now. And we really want this to be an ongoing conversation, not just a, here's the information and and go work in your silo and then Mm -hmm. submit your plans on August 1st. We really want to be engaging with the states on an ongoing basis, which we're really focusing on a goal to actually touch all of the 52 plans before they come in on the August 1st deadline so that we have that chance to discuss before the joint office review, and then the final Federal Highway Administration's certification process.
0: A few weeks ago, during the Ashto washington briefing, representatives from the joint office and FHWA participated in a listening session with the state DOTs. Do you have
1: other events like this that are planned in the future? Yeah, we have tons of outreach already planned. We have an extensive set of series of webinars, and workinars is what we're calling them between now and August 1st to share information with states and provide a forum for that dialogue, also among the states. Uh, we're hopeful that we can work closely with Ashdo and NASIO and other partners, such as cities and utility colleagues to understand what cross-cutting topics are coming up so that we can really be proactive and help provide solutions. We'd encourage people to sign up for our email updates and keep an eye on driveelectric.gov for upcoming events.
0: Another thing that happened recently was the joint office entering into an MOU with Ashto and the National Association of State Energy Officials. From your perspective, Rachel, why is this MOU so important?
1: This was a really great early milestone and early win for the joint office. This memorandum of understanding and the underlying partnership that it is forging is foundational to the success of the NEBI program. Just like DOE and DOT have done through the joint office, The MOU aligns state efforts and leverages the capacity and leadership that states have established through their own EV charging plans, as well as implementation through the VW settlement. The MOU also provides a platform to engage both locally and regionally with partners and stakeholders. Much like the national highway system, the national EV charging network needs to be familiar, accessible, and really a seamless driver experience and avoid patchwork and inconsistency state-to-state. A driver needs to be able to pull up to a station in Ohio and have a very similar experience as if they had pulled up to a station in Nevada. This partnership will also allow us to learn as we go from each other. NEVI is a five-year program and will probably look different at its conclusion than it does right now as technology evolves and additional investment is made. And that's really a pillar of the office itself, making sure that we are building a network over time that is also evolving with technology. The network that we have today is not the same network that we had five years ago. So we wanna make sure that we're building that innovation from the beginning. Having a clear feedback loop in place from the beginning of the NEVI program will ensure effective stewardship of taxpayer dollars and also lead to a charging network that is positioned for success well beyond the duration of the NEVI program itself.
0: As you just mentioned, the MOU sets a framework for the three entities to work together. How do you envision collaboration and partnership across state agencies and with the private sector and other stakeholders is going to continue under Bill? And what's needed to make these collaborations successful?
1: Yeah, this is this is critical to, to the success of the network. The Joint Office really embodies this whole of government approach, pulling together the Department of Energy, Department of Transportation more formally, but also working with our colleagues at FTA and EPA and all the way across uh, the national lab system and more. But what's really necessary for the success of the network and the office is what we like to call the whole of stakeholder approach. We have a concept in the, the Joint Office called the Big Tent. There are a lot of stakeholders that will make this a success and we really need to pull them together, connect the dots and kind of rise all boats. The bipartisan infrastructure law and agencies are providing the vision that is needed for an inclusive set of public and private sector stakeholders moving in the same direction in order for the program to work. This includes states, cities, automakers, electric utilities, EV charging service providers, environmental and social justice groups, NGOs, and many others. We already have a lot of public and private stakeholders that are really excited about this opportunity and the investment that we're making now, and they are committed to the successful deployment of an EV charging network. That's to say that we've had a lot of great work already happen to get us to this point in time. That having that starting point is really huge. In terms of how we move this forward, we fully expect that states will also take the lead in helping to align these perspectives across their communities. And community engagement is a key part of the NEVI program, and we made sure it was an eligible cost for states in their planning process. So they have the ability, the funding back their ability to reach out to community stakeholders, get that input so that we're really building a network that serves Everyone across the nation. In addition, the Federal Highways Administration will be publishing competitive grants that we expect to be significantly focused on community charging and filling the gaps where it's necessary. A future where everyone can ride and drive electric means that we really need everyone involved in shaping that outcome.
0: Let me ask you a question just from a a little bit of a personal perspective. I happen to have a plug in hybrid, and here in New Jersey, as I travel about, it's sometimes difficult to find a place to plug in. You talked about how you want to make the experience the same in Ohio as say it is in Nevada. When I go up to visit my daughters who live in the Burlington, Vermont area, I find that there are so many chargers that it's it's relatively easy when I go to the supermarket or you go to uh, a business. There are lots of chargers. Do you envision the day where Most of the country will be uh, similar to that experience that I I find when I go to Burlington, Vermont, and chargers are relatively easily to find.
1: Yeah, that's the goal, Bernie. Hit the nail on the head. We really want to make sure that this is a national network that is convenient, reliable, and equitable so that people aren't thinking about how they're going to get to their destination if they have a hybrid or if they have a battery electric vehicle that really... The having the electric vehicle is going to be convenient for anyone and everyone. They're not second-guessing themselves when they go to purchase their next vehicle, that it's really a clear choice that electric vehicles are the way of the future. And that really supports the president's goal of getting to 50% EV sales by 2030. Uh, So the NEVI program probably feels like a sprint right now, but this is really the first mile of a marathon. We need to move fast, but keep our eye on the end goal of developing a charging network that works for everyone and fulfills our vision of a future where everyone can ride and drive electric. The formula program will lay the groundwork along the highways to build the backbone of the network, but we'll also have charging needs to meet local and community needs through the competitive grant program. In sum total, our goal is a national charging network that is convenient, reliable, and equitable. And we really need all the stakeholders ready, public and private, coming together to make that vision a reality.
0: Oh, well, we've been talking on this episode of Ashto's ETAP podcast with Rachel Nealer. She is the Deputy Director of the Joint Office of Energy and Transportation. Rachel, thank you so much for taking the time out to chat with us.
1: Thank you so much, Bernie. Great to be
0: here.